1: You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews, author interviews, and book reviews. I hope you're doing well today. This is another one of your short episodes where we have three authors and we ask them each five questions in five minutes. So which authors are we featuring today? Well, we've got Tim Weaver, who's going to talk to us about his latest book, The Last Goodbye. Then we've got Jodie Taylor, who's going to talk to us about her latest book, which is called The Good, The Bad and The History. And finally, we've got Nikki Smith, who's talking about The Beach Party. So let's get started and hear from Tim Weaver. Well, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome back to the podcast Tim Weaver, whose latest fabulous book is The Last Goodbye. Tim, welcome back. Hi, well, thank you for having me again. Well, you have five questions in five minutes. Are you ready?
2: I'm not sure I am, but what what choice do I have?
1: <laughs> Absolutely none, so there we go. <laughs> Prepare yourself. The first one, can you summarise this book in less than a minute?
2: OK, so The Last Goodbye is about a father and son who go to a theme park And they enter the haunted house in the theme park and they go in, but they don't come out somewhere impossible as it seems inside the ghost house. The father and son disappear.
1: There we go. It draws you in immediately and you want to read more. The next question is, why should we read this book? Who would it appeal to?
2: It would appeal to anyone who likes crime thrillers, mysteries unexplainable disappearances things that seem impossible it would appeal to people who want characters who are written with some i hope emotional depth you know this is about lost grieving seeking answers to questions that don't seem to want to be answered it's also featuring my series character david raker who i feel is is kind of a little bit different to some of the characters that are out there in, in crime fiction and i hope I hope is readers find that to be the case.
1: And what will we feel when we read this?
2: Well, I hope you'll feel excited, unable to stop turning the pages. I hope that you'll be floored by some of the, the twists that are in there. I place great emphasis on getting those elements of the novel right and spend a long time on building the twists and making sure that they're effective hope you also feel emotional connection to the to the characters and I you know it was throughout the course of the series I think the the raker series has moments where actually there are very very sad moments and moments that are, that, that are meant to, to to put a lump in your throat so it's not all about the twists and the turns and stuff although that is a fundamental and huge part of the book it's also about affecting you in other ways you know and, and making you really feel like these characters are people you know and and want to see see get on your fourth question
1: who were your favorite major and favorite minor characters in this book one major one minor
2: well one major character that's always fun to write in the series is a guy called colm healy who has been uh, who has been in around the series for a long time now i don't want to talk too much about the blackbird in case people haven't, haven't read it which is the novel that precedes the last goodbye but certain things happen to colm healy in the blackbird that then carry over into the last goodbye and he's dealing with a lot of stuff in the last goodbye which is um which is really really tricky and for him personally and for raker and their relationship minor character i would say the character there's a character in the last goodbye who was also actually in the blackbird called martine parks which is which is she was very fun to write she's police officer and she kind of connects with with raker and they kind of have this this measure of understanding because the police generally absolutely loathe david raker so the police really in the raker series are actually the antagonists rather than the protagonists but parks kind of works with uh, with raker a little bit and i kind of like that element to the novel
1: now for your last question it relates to what drink was powering the writing of this book when we spoke for your full interview a couple of months ago we were talking about what biscuit which was the lotus biscoff biscuit we also touched on the subject of ice cream as well but uh yes so what drink was powering the writing of the last goodbye
2: well i mean i should say something really like trendy like you know, jack daniels or something like that but but, but it, I mean, don't get me wrong, I do like the occasional JD and Coke, but it would probably just be cups of tea, to be honest. That's the fuel that keeps me going because I write during the day. So I don't tend to be much of a daytime drinker. So
1: is that normal builders' tea? Yes. Or? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I have it very normal. Yeah. Milk and half a sugar. Sometimes I try to go without sugar to because, you know, I'm middle aged now. So watching the old, the old middle aged spread. But yeah, just builders' tea, have one in the morning. One in the afternoon. I actually have two in the morning, one in the afternoon. So I tried to get the majority of my writing done in the morning and that helped power me through. But occasionally a coffee as well, but but mostly tea, I would say, yeah.
1: Powered by tea. That's perfect. Well, Tim Weaver, whose latest book is The Last Goodbye, thank you so very much.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, that was brilliant, wasn't it? Well, that was Tim Weaver talking about his latest book, The Last Goodbye. And now we go on to the wonderful Jodie Taylor, whose latest book in the St Mary's series is called The Good, The Bad and The History. Well, it is my huge pleasure to welcome back to the podcast Jodie Taylor to answer five questions in five minutes about the good, the bad and the history. Jodie, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. There's no stopwatch. So honestly, don't worry. It's... Oh, it's, it's too late. I'm already panicking internally. <laughs> I, I could see the panic on your face. I was just like, no, fret not. All is well. Bring that on me. <laughs> Sorry. So, your first question is can you summarise the book for us in less than a minute, but there's no stopwatch? You're absolutely safe here.
3: Okay. A challenge accepted. The book is the final part of Max and Markham trying to take down Insight, the wicked historical research information. They know about her, she knows about them, who will finish the other off first? Oh my goodness, that's a great summary.
1: Well done, you get a gold star for that one. (laughs) The next question,
3: why should we read this book? Who is it going to appeal to? I think it will appeal to everyone who's joined me in the long slog over the years to document St Mary's mysteries and stories. And I hope it will appeal to new readers as well who will enjoy it so much. They'll be encouraged to go back to the beginning and start properly or think, my goodness, this author is so talented. I must read everything that she's ever written. Would be my first choice, actually. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. That's
3: immediately
1: the sort of response. (laughs) And anybody that loves reading books. Now, your books have um, moments of history in. And normally I'm not a history fan, but your book. So it doesn't matter what you're a fan of. I think everybody in the entire world would enjoy reading your books.
3: Well, thank you very much.
1: That's lovely. (laughs) If you have a pulse and you can read words you'll enjoy the book. Those are the two contingencies, I, w- I would say. Um, the next question, what do
3: you want us to
1: feel as we're reading this book?
3: I want you to ricochet from one emotion to another and I want you to emerge at the end breathless, gasping, on your knees and thinking, again, I must go off and read everything this wonderful author writes. It's not much to ask, is it? It's
1: not- not at all. It's a
3: simple request, I think. I I do like to put my readers through the emo- emotional ringer,
1: and you do. And the reward for that, as a reader, is huge. Anyway, we'll come on to question four. Who is your favourite major and your favourite minor character in this? no spoilers.
3: Okay, well, Markham, as always, is magnificent and such fun to write (laughs) and has an episode with a hoover that I hope my readers will enjoy. (laughs) Stop (laughs) laughing. (laughs) Set me off. And my my favorite minor character is actually a very, very minor character. Every year, they used to be Click Sergeant, and I think they're now Young Lives versus Cancer or something like that. But every year they have an auction and a character, I can name a character after one of them. And this year's lucky winner was Sarah Greenwood, and she won this year. And she is a character from the provisional wing of the British Museum, who crosses Major Ellis's path and not in a good way. And I'll leave it for everybody to enjoy.
1: And she's even in the acknowledgements in in the book, I I notice.
3: Yes, I must remember to send her a copy as well. But she is this year's winner. The first winner, believe it or not, was Captain Farringdon from the Time Police. And he's become one of my favourites. He and Commander Hay are such a fabulous double act together.
1: Oh, wonderful. I must look out for that auction. I'd love to take part in that. That's a, It's a, a great thing to do. We come to your fifth and final question. OK, hit me. Now, in your main interview, we talked about what biscuit was powering the writing of your book. And quite understandably, and I totally agree, you said that anything covered as thickly in chocolate as possible that uh, would be your biscuit of choice. The question for this time is, what drink was powering the writing of The Good, The Bad and The History? It's
3: tea. I'm sorry. I, I do drink. I had a lot of wine at the convention and I do enjoy the odd margarita. <laughs> but to get you through the day and lubricate the brain wheels, it's got to be tea. I don't actually like coffee. And my dad, who, who died a couple of years ago at the great age of 97, never ever grasped that I don't like coffee And he would say to me, shall I I make you a coffee? And I would say, Dad, you know, I'm 50, 60, 70, whatever years old, and I still don't like coffee. And he would say, oh, of course, and then disappear off into the kitchen and make me a coffee.
0: (laughs) Oh,
1: I'm sorry he's no longer here, but what a memory and what an age to live to live to.
3: Well, yes, yes. And I've got my mum downstairs and she's 94 and I've got her tidying my kitchen because as I've told her, there's years of life left in her yet. So (laughs) it's all being colour coded at the moment and everything arranged in size. Oh, gosh, is she available for hire? Could she come and do my kitchen? I will have a word with her, actually. (laughs) (laughs) She might be interested. She loves to do my shredding as well. So (laughs) (laughs) as you can see... It's inherited. Yeah.
1: My parents are heavily into shredding. You know, if you stand still too long, you're put in the shredder. So you have to keep moving in
3: my yeah, yeah. She she loves to shred for some reasons, but you know, let's not go there. <laughs> no. Well, it's just wonderful
1: to talk to you again and to hear more about the good, the bad and the history. Jodie Taylor, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Bye bye, everybody. Oh, how wonderful. Love chatting with Jodie. And now we come to the fabulous Nikki Smith, who's going to talk to us about her latest book, which is called The Beach Party. Well, it is my huge pleasure to welcome back to the podcast Nikki Smith, who we spoke to a few months ago about her fabulous book, The Beach Party. Nikki, welcome back. Are you ready for your five questions in five minutes?
0: I am indeed, Philippa. Thank you very much for having me. okay question one
1: can you summarize your book in less than a minute oh my goodness
0: okay it's the beach party is a destination thriller about a group of friends who go on holiday together after they graduate in 1989 to stay in a luxury villa in Mallorca that belongs to one of the group's parents but in the middle of all the partying and decadent activities that they decide to do there's a terrible accident and somebody dies the friends begin to turn on one another all their actions lead to a rather horrifying climax and 30 years later the secret that they buried resurfaces somebody finds out what they did and is going to make them pay for it
3: wow
1: wonderful that sounds just great well the next question is why should we read this book who would it appeal to
0: well, it appeals to anybody who likes a destination thriller. So anyone who likes the book that's set away from home, somewhere luxurious. This one's set in Dea in Mallorca on a clifftop overlooking the ocean. Anyone who loves the 80s, because most of the book is set in the 1980s. This is when the group of friends graduate. And anyone who likes a cast of characters, some likeable and some very unlikable. And yeah, just see how those kind of relationships play out together.
1: Fantastic. And there's even a playlist to go alongside it.
0: (laughs) There is indeed, yes. Your
1: third question is, what will we feel when we read this book?
0: Oh, that's a very interesting question. I hope that people read it and feel a number of things. I hope that... There's definitely an element of toxic friendships and so I think that people who want to see how that plays out and whether the kind of right people get revenge in the end, that's something. So hopefully people will find that satisfying. I think that people will feel nostalgic about the 1980s. And also hopefully kind of emotional about the fact that the part of that era was, you know, or lots of things about that era were amazing. And, you know, the clothes, the food, the music, that, that part of it is fantastic. There were a lot of kind of negative things and aspects about that and, and society and how we hopefully have moved on from a lot of things like Section 28 and aspects of that, which, which weren't so good. I think that hopefully this book will make them feel something about that as well.
1: Very good. Great answer. Well, your fourth question is, without giving any spoilers away, who was your favourite major and who was your favourite minor characters in the book?
0: My favourite major character is probably Nina. And my favourite minor character, I would say probably Louis.
1: Ah, there we go. Yes, that makes sense. Right. Well, your last question is, when we first talked to you about the beach party, we were talking about biscuits and your preference, if I remember rightly, was dark chocolate covered (laughs) digestives. So now we ask about the drink that was powering the writing of the beach party. What were you consuming?
0: Well, it's definitely got to be coffee, Philippa, I think. Yes, coffee for writing and coffee for editing and probably large glasses of wine when the edits go back or a draft is handed in so a mixture of those <laughs> and
1: how do you take your coffee how are you drinking
0: that? i have it in a lovely penguin mug as the books out with penguin and i have it white ah, yeah. lots of milk no, no sugar lots of milk but quite a lot of coffee excellent stuff well if it's fueled by caffeine it certainly worked because it's
1: a great read Nikki smith whose latest book is the beach party thank you so much
0: thanks Philippa.
1: Whoops, slightly over the 15 minute mark, so I'll be very brief. But just those were three great books, three great authors to remind you of who they were. We had Tim Weaver talking about The Last Goodbye, Jodie Taylor talking about the good, the bad, and the history. And finally, Nikki Smith talking about The Beach Party. I'll be back on Monday with the usual longer episode, and again on Friday with the shorter three authors answering five questions in five minutes. Just look after yourselves and I'll see you very soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quickbook Reviews podcast. That's
3: enough books said no one ever. See you again
2: soon.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.